0: Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Amen. How many of you know this morning that God has never lost a battle? things I wanted to exhort us about before we move into the service. Number one, it was not Zerubbabel that was asking the mountain, who are you? It was God saying, who are you? Oh, great mountain. Before Zerubbabel, what is your God saying this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you know what your God is saying, that's where your shout comes from. I know I might feel like this, but the voice from above is saying something. how it works we're coming in this morning I felt so tired I said Lord I'm so tired I I feel like being in the bed today this is how it works and he shot back in my spirit I said even if you are limping on one leg you are higher of you are higher than all devils? You are not shouting like it. I say, how many of you are higher than all devils? Here's the second thing. In the world, they teach you, go around the mountain, tunnel under the mountain, climb it, no matter what you do. But that's humanistic. God never said any of that. God said, move the mountain by your faith, speak to it, command it. Hallelujah. Come on, you can give you 30 seconds. You got some things to talk to. Hallelujah. Some things to get out of your Lord, we give you praise this morning. We thank you for every mountain that just moved by faith. Those that obey the voice from the altar, their mountains just moved now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Father, thank you for fire. Fire against the enemy. Fire against the mountain. Fire against every situation. We give you praise, and we shout like men who just received a breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Alright, so I start reading from verse 13 once again. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem. About three score furlongs. I mean, I've always known it to be eight miles, but I was reading something this morning it says seven point five miles. Whichever one it is, it is. Amen. Yeah. And they talked together of all these things which had happened, concerning the resurrection that is, and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, what manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk And I said, and the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty, indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said. But him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart, But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening and the day is fast spent. And he went into tarot with them. And it came to pass as he sat and meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave to them. <laughs> it's amazing. They're in the middle of a spiritual, an amazing encounter. I know I haven't started preaching, but that's amazing to me that you will meet a stranger mm. and the stranger follows you home mm. and all of a sudden the stranger is giving you communion mm. and it never occurred to you, wait a minute, who is this? Amen. May God open our wow. eyes this Amen. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and break, and give to them, and their eyes were opened. May that be your testimony today. And they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us? Why he talked with us, by the way, and why he Open to us the scriptures. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and had appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking. Of bread. Amen. Amen. I celebrate the Word of God because it never gets old. The Word of God remains fresh forever. And as many times I have, as I have read this scripture and talked about it, every time I read it I find something else. Like what I just told you a minute ago. How are you going to meet a stranger? And then he starts talking to you about the scriptures. And then he follows you home. And then he brings out the bread and wine and starts ministering to you. see, <laughs> there you are dumb and stupid or you are in the middle of a glorious encounter. But your mind hasn't caught up yet. Amen. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. I said, You could be in the midst of a glorious encounter, but your mind hadn't caught up. Amen. Amen. And I wondered, elders, that these people were hanging around Jesus for three and a half years, and yet he called him fools. Yes. Amen. Even the Bible tells you don't call anybody a fool, because that will make the Father mad. Amen. But Jesus said, You are fools. Why would he call them fools? Because he told them repeatedly. Listen carefully. He told them repeatedly, we're going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be handed over to the Gentiles, and they're going to crucify me. And on the third day, I'm going to rise. Listen to me, beloved. Why don't people here in church, you have an idol. Why couldn't they hear what Jesus was saying? They were believing for a physical kingdom. Amen. So when he was telling them, I'm going to be crucified, but there's something coming that's greater Amen. than life itself. Amen. It's called resurrection. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. <laughs> he says, I will rise from the dead to die no more. Yeah. Hallelujah. Ooh, he kept going over the head. That's why you don't hear in church. There's something you're looking for, something you want. No matter what is preached, you don't get it. See, you're fools. And you're slow of heart to believe what the prophets have said. Amen. And I was meditating and said, wow, how many promises has God given to us at resurrection house for all nations? And many of us still have not come to faith. I know you would argue and say, of course, I've come to faith. Then how come you act the way you do? How come your shout is not strong? How come you're not confident declaring? I told you it took me six years to come to it. And then everybody I met, I said, you know, God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. If you believe it, you will say it. Hallelujah. Confession is natural. Once you believe, when you don't believe, it's still a mental thing. Yes, You're still trying to remember it. But when you believe it, that becomes your weapon. Yes. And everywhere you step in, you declare it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. What? How many times have you and I been here under the glory of God? And, and God will say something. This will happen this week. Mm-hmm. And you go through the week empty-handed. Mm-hmm. What happened to you? You heard it. You shouted. And that that was it. Mm. But if you received it, everywhere you go that week, you'll be declaring it. This is about to happen here. Who is my breakthrough? Who? Watch now. God said, I will win souls for me. And there's nothing I won't give you. So, all through this year, until you get your three, everywhere you walk in, you say, Lord, who is my target? I come here to win souls. I know I came here to fix my car, but give me somebody. Somebody's about to change kingdoms because I'm here. Hallelujah. Oh, beloved time out after this first you can't be talking about i'm trying i'm believing for this financial breakthrough i'm believing for no, no 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 you're going out and say come on this is my year yeah. of supernatural hey i'm about to depopulate hell god says three but i'm going for 20. anybody that encounters me is about to get saved I said anybody that encounters me is about to get saved Amen. watch and I heard fire in my toes fire in my feet fire everywhere fire, 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 fire <laughs> Thank the Lord. look the Bible says how beautiful are the feet of them that bring good tidings? Eh? Bring good news. He's describing you. He's describing your destiny. Watch now. Has said God said three. But you can be going for 20. He said, then fire in your feet. Fire. Everywhere you go, fire. He said, How beautiful are the feet? What is that? He's painting a picture. Everywhere you step in, the kingdom shows up. I I go to the dealership, I put my foot down, the glory shows up. I go to the grocery store, I put my foot down. Everywhere my feet are tread. I'm not claiming buildings. I'm not claiming lands. I'm claiming souls. God give me 20. Three is too small for me. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> huh? These are all fools. Slow to believe. The prophets. Remember now. Even in Chronicles it says, Believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established. But you can't prosper. until you believe the prophet. He said, believe his prophet. And you shall prosper. That's the problem with pride. Because if there's no prophet, you can't prosper. No matter how you try to macho it. In this kingdom, you don't get it done by macho. You get it done by grace. Hallelujah. If you see a man carrying grace, you get your head under there. I want what he got. Watch now. I'm not trying to get his suit. I'm not trying to get his car. I'm not trying to get his house. I want to tap into his grace. So, old fool, slow to believe. So, and I was saying, wow, if the Lord came to church with us this morning, how many of us would he call fools? Because you will tell the truth that many times, you don't act like the prophetic word over you. Amen. You act out your feelings. Amen. And this one makes me mad. You act out what they said, he said, she said, and you react, wasting time, instead of acting like a man with a word. OK, I hear this noise on the side, but I'm looking on to Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? There's so many things that are so simple. You need help to misunderstand it. I shared this with the leaders one day, and it was such an explosion among us. I said, have you noticed that God never told you to look at anything else or anybody else but Jesus? He didn't tell you to look at the circumstance. He didn't tell you to look at anybody saying anything. He didn't tell you to look at anything but Why are you sinking? You looked away from him. Why did Peter sink? He looked away from him. So when you are called fools, you don't feel that it relates to you. You say, you are not acting like the promise over you. You guys should have been men, excited. You should have been taunting the Jews and the Gentiles. You thought you did something? Wait, three days from now, we have something to show you. That would have been the attitude of the church. And they camped out inside the house scared. Why are you afraid? Isn't it not that you didn't hear what he said? (laughs) I remember when we closed the deal on a go one. And as soon as they said, congratulations, the plane is yours, and when they're doing this thing, the agent is at the FAA office in Oklahoma City, and there's a drawer there. They, they, you know, I don't know if it's 9-11 or whatever, these guys are behind closed doors, they never show their face. Mm. So you put your stuff in that tray, push it in, mm. then they will take it. And they will issue a new airworthiness certificate, and in minutes, they were inside the plane, it go on, putting a new airworthiness certificate with resurrection house for all nations. But, but watch, as soon as that happened, I felt this weight come on me. There are some professions, they don't tell you the whole truth. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know they may show you hey you see you can get this jet but they're not telling you that the problem is not getting it the problem is the maintenance and the two pilots that have to fly it and the gas that it takes Amen. Ooh, that weight came on me And I found myself where these disciples were. And I heard the voice that said to me, has God ever failed you? (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm I'm beginning to get happy. (laughs) Hey, come on, we're three years in. We bought it cash. Amen. We paid for that maintenance cash. Amen. We've done glory for three years, Amen. and we've never come here begging for money or screaming for help. Amen. Faith has produced. Hey. Yeah. I find that He will not call me a fool. I'm slow of heart to believe. You better take the challenge this morning. My faith is up. My faith is intact. Come what may, I'm standing my breath. God will work. Beloved, the Holy Spirit is teaching you this week the mechanics of faith, the mechanics of spiritual breakthrough, the mechanics of the manifestation of the promises of God. God. Everything is in your mouth. Remember one service I was watching it on YouTube and I was thundering by the Holy Ghost. Your breakthrough is in your mouth. Your miracle is in your mouth. Your deliverance is in your mouth. And then I said by the Holy Spirit. In natural life they tell you to tunnel under a mountain or to go around a mountain or to scale a mountain. But in the realm of glory, God says, speak to the mountain. Move it by words. And this word says, if you believe it, it will come to your mouth. With the heart, man, believe it unto righteousness. But with the mouth, confession, confession, confession is made unto salvation. Salvation is deliverance. Salvation is miracle. Salvation is restoration. Salvation is recovery with the mouth. (laughs) So if you believe it, say it. Glory to God. It took me six years. God will come and tell me every December 31st, I have blessed you. Instead of saying thank you, Lord, and receiving it and God testifying to it, I will be saying, but where is it? I was waiting to see something. I didn't know that in this kingdom, you believe, and then you see. And once you believe, it will come to your mouth. Something happened to me in that New Year's Eve service. Because as soon as I came out of that service into the New Year, I saw the drama at the time. I said, hey, God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. you see it. I automatically started testifying everywhere. God has blessed me. God has blessed me. In 90 days, everything changed. Everything changed. Even God, went and spoke to the pastor to hire me full time, because I was in a quandary, God wouldn't let me go to Wall Street. God wouldn't let me go to get my doctorate in finance. He told me to serve him at the church, but the door wouldn't open. I didn't know it was me holding the door. Many of you are in a quandary like that. Yeah, I obeyed God, I thought, but nothing was working. But he would come and say, I have blessed you. And I kept saying, where is it?" But as soon as I received it, I started testifying. God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. You see it. And I tell people, you see it. That's what I was saying. Had the disciples believed what Jesus said, they wouldn't have been huddled in the house, afraid of the Jews. They would have been saying, oh, you thought you killed him? Wait, we got something for you in three days. The same thing that happened to the early disciples has happened to all of us. And many of you are living in it right now. That's why he sent this word to deliver you. These are not messages you hear just for your feelings. These are messages you hear to get up and begin to do something. If you believe it, it will be in your mouth. If you believe it, it will be in your attitude. If you believe it, you will be testifying to it. It's amazing. The same place, nothing else has changed except me. And before I knew it, God went and spoke to the pastor. So, okay, now hire him full time. And then he went to somebody else that had come to help the pastor clean up the administration and computerize the operations of the ministry and told him how much I should make and told him to go and tell the pastor. And I came in, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not remembering the word that's used in this culture. I just came into, into the door and I was making twice as much as the people that have been there for years. Because God has spoken, saying, sow the seed and I'll add the zeros. And that seed propelled me over longevity. That's why they say favor is not fair. If a man can connect with God and know what the answer is, he will bypass you. You can get angry all you want to. Hate him all you want to. You will not change anything. There are so many people that hate me. But I don't, it doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Receive it in Jesus' name. We celebrate that you're going to learn this thing. And now you're going to start producing miracles and testimonies. And we can rejoice together. Call 770-994 and give your testimony. Put a seed in the ground. And you'll produce a miracle. We love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow.